Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Indie Pioneers by Cosmetics Design Asia, where we get to hear from some of the most fascinating independent beauty brands from Asia Pacific. On today's episode, I'm joined by Esther, the founder of Ayurvedic beauty brand Tachamrit from India. We discuss the beautiful ancient rituals that inspired the brand and how she feels Ayurveda has influenced today's modern beauty products. Could you tell me and our listeners a bit more about yourself and how did you come to start Tachamrit, which is your beauty brand? So I was actually, um, I grew up in a very traditional Indian rooted family. Uh, we were, I stayed in a joint family. We were 14 of us living together in wow. a big house. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds chaotic. Yeah, it, it, it was always chaotic. Yeah. Uh, but I had my mom and my aunt. We, I had like four aunts who were staying with me and, um, and my grandmom uh, to look up to. And, you know, they were always in the kitchen. They were either like cooking up food for us or for me and my sister and for themselves. They were making like these optans, which are basically nothing but your Indian powdered, um, you know, cleansers. Um, or they would like be cutting like a fresh watermelon or a papaya or something and be applying it on their faces and uh, I remember like when I was a kid like you know all the kids when uh, the school is over they would go for all these like different classes and all of that but uh, I have actually played handball and that just used to like really made me it made me really tan so after my handball classes were over my mom used to like um, call um, she used to call this lady who used to like you know uh, make again these uptans and oils for me and for to us, they would like massage all of that on me and, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I used to like lie down and, you know, feel like a princess um, when uh, all of this, it's called PT uh, in, in Hindi, uh-huh. uh, when my PT was going on. Um, and actually, so that really intrigued me uh, into the world of like beauty and skincare. Uh, and um, yeah, and then I was actually working um, in the legal department of Bestseller. It's the company that owns um, the brands like Vero Moda only and all. Uh, and uh, I was working as a company secretary there, but um, it, the work got really monotonous and I decided to take a break and go for a course of entrepreneurship to USA. And uh, that's where I actually developed like a plan uh, of Twachamrit. I actually used to use uh, my uptans instead of uh, like a face wash or a body wash. I used to use my uptans. And uh, my roommate over there was Brazilian and she was always like, you know, what is this yellow thing that you carry? To the <laughs> carrying to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, it was it was turmeric. So uh, in the end, like it just, it did stain our bathtub a bit. But she was like, "Why is it looking like this?" And I told her that uh, I use this for my you know for my cleansing needs, and I use it on my face every day and all of that. And she she also got really intrigued. So she was like, um, "Why don't you like why can't, can you make some of it for me?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I made it for her, and she loved it. And she told all her other friends about it, and they all like kept calling me, and they're like, "Can we also get some? Can we get some?" Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Also, well, I'm assuming that that's your your light bulb moment that this is something that you could turn into a business. Yeah, so uh, what mm. happened actually was um, because it was an entrepreneurship course that I had gone for, uh, they actually um, divided us in groups and they wanted us to come up with a business plan that is actually like feasible and uh, this was something different and I was actually contemplating because I got such a good response there and also back in India, like none of my 
friends when i spoke to them about this were really aware of using you know like indigenous ingredients for their skincare needs so i actually thought that you know this is something that is feasible and probably i could actually execute in india as well so that's where mm-hmm. the entire plan originated right so of course your hero product is your is your tchamri optans which are basically modern modernized for the busy person right because we don't have mums or four aunties that, that help you create these things every day <laughs> yeah yeah and now if i go to my house like my mom will be like okay let me make you this like i'm going to like we've got this new ingredient i'm going to make that for you i want to go back to the point where you said that your mom would massage you for 2 hours with these uh, <laughs> oils and powders not my like what is about what my house and she did that Oh wow! So they could tell. I want to find out more about this. Like, is this part of a, uh, a Ayurvedic um, uh, beauty routine? Yeah, it's definitely a part of Ayurvedic beauty routine. It's actually even in like I mean, till now that used to be a little different. That I used to come home yeah. and yeah, I used to have it. But now, like, um, so this is actually also a part of the wedding culture in India. Um, so. So uh, around for for the brides at least, so around like twenty days, twenty to twenty five days before uh, the actual marriage date. Uh, in most of the households, there's always a lady coming in and actually doing like PT again. It's called uh, PT for the bride, and um, so it's uh, the PT is made of like multiple ingredients, but turmeric is one of the main ingredients. Uh, and in the final day uh, the final day is one day before marriage or sometimes like if the marriage is in the evening it's some it, even in the morning it's called the haldi ceremony so you apply pt on the bride and on the groom and that just ensures that they'll have like beautiful gro- glowing skin um, on the day that they're actually getting married well wow, i think that's what i love about ayurveda it's all about the ritual yeah it's it is yeah like there are 100 200 people who come and apply like you know haldi and oil on you it's really beautiful right could you tell me a bit more about these kind of beauty rituals uh, there are so many in uh, ayurveda actually rituals are very central um in ayurveda so uh, in the earlier days right now uh, i mean It, this is not very prevalent right now, uh, but in the earlier days, women in their trousseau they used to have like these uh, boxes full of like herbs and um, you know plant materials um, um, and like these vessels and all. And the bathing rituals went on for one or two hours, like almost every day. Uh, so many people would get together and you know like massage each other and put uptan and all of that that is actually really fascinating to hear about how they used to do it have 2 hour long sh- showers that sounds amazing <laughs> but of course you know the i mean ayurveda has definitely changed in the last few years yeah how do you think ayurveda has evolved in the beauty space um so in india uh, from say around from the 2000s to say the year 2012 2015 uh in uh, so ayurveda was actually completely wiped out um then so uh, we would get like a few soaps which were very herbal smelling or a few oils that were very herbal smelling in the name of ayurveda but um that's not the case now uh, right now like um i mean like a few years back like 6 7 years back um 
a lot of um, these Ayurvedic brands opened up. Like people, uh, I think it's because of social media and just definitely. And, Mm. Um, and there's just like so much information available online that people are now going back to their roots. So a lot of Ayurvedic brands have opened up right now and uh, people are looking for, um, uh, so they're actually looking for like um, act results that are more, that are like cosmeceutical products, uh, but they have plant-based or plant-derived ingredients. And that's where Ayurveda comes in, and that's where Ayurveda came in in India as well, um, because it has a reserve of knowledge of uh, plant materials. And and not only plant materials, it's also it also talks about, um, you know, how you should sort of like do your like morning routine and everything um so yeah so it's so the ayurvedic space entirely is evolving right now um in india and also globally i feel correct and and of course do you think that has uh, resulted in new challenges for the for the sector uh, it has definitely because even after covid like and um, so a lot of new brands have actually you know, mushroomed up. So, um, and uh, uh, again, like because people are so aware right now, which is a, which is a great thing. I feel that you know all the consumers are aware, so they, um, so they can, uh, you know, now brands cannot use subpar ingredients. You have to use, they have to use like quality ingredients, and you have to actually be certified for whatever you're claiming. You cannot just claim to be. Um, you know, organic or natural. You, I mean, consumers now know that, uh, you know, there are certifications for all of these things and they actually ask for proof. Uh, and they also know um, the difference between, you know, like what ingredient would suit them for their skincare um, uh, aim or purpose and what would not. And um, what is what is like an essential from a luxury and all. Um, so, um, yeah, so that's like the uh, standard of the market today, and that is what is expected. Mm, 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 right, and you know, how do you wish to see the Ayurvedic beauty space evolve? Ayurvedic beauty space, I feel, in the last few years has already evolved a lot in India, uh, but the, there is still scope, um, you know, for it to expand globally. Uh, there are a lot of... Um, not a lot of there are a few ayurvedic brands that are actually present in harrods uh, in london or in new york uh, and uh, people like i said like they're looking for products that have the results of a cosmeceutical but the ingredients uh, they want uh, they want the ingredients to be like plant based or plant derived um so um uh, for example like one of the ingredients um is bakuchiol, which is actually derived from an Ayurvedic herb called bapchi, uh, which is an alternate, like a plant alternate to the retinol. And that is in great demand, not only in India, but also in US and everywhere, you know. Uh, so there are a lot of uh, these uh, natural alternatives that one could look for uh, or that one could turn to. Uh, and that's where, again, Ayurveda comes in. So globally, uh, I feel like the entire... Um, market can, I mean, can be like Ayurveda based in a couple of years. So as I'm sure you're aware, recently The Ordinary arrived in India, right? And But the trend for these sort of simple formulations has been going on for quite a while in your, in your country. Do you see that consumers are moving away from Ayurveda and sh instead showing more interest in these um, sort of simplified skincare products? 
right now there's a trend of actives and acids and all because probably also because they are like uh, a little more quick on showing the results uh, but what I feel is that um, uh, eventually like it's not sustainable to use so many acids and uh, so many bioactive um, uh, com compounds on your skin without you know because it's going to uh, sort of like damage your skin barrier so people would always like bank back on oils and all of that and that's where like Ayurvedic beauty comes in mm. and there must be a reason it's been around for a thousand years right <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> right and and if we could go back and talk about your brand what is your personal goal for Tuchamrit um, so I'm actually hoping for like here on your growth with Vachamrita and making a stronghold in India. There's still miles to go for that. Uh, and I also really want to establish Vachamrit in the West since it's a relatively new concept uh, com over there compared to India. Uh, and um, I'm actually like really into like health and beauty, wellness and all of that. So I want to foray into like spa and wellness industry as well in a couple of years. Wow, yeah, bring back the two-hour shower and the PT. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, Are we first in line? <laughs> yeah. I think that's what's missing in this world. It's like the luxury of these kind of rituals. Yeah, and I'm... I'm like you have to go yeah. to like a wellness retreat only you know take a break for a couple of days and experience this to know what you're missing because it's not practical to have like a two-hour long shower every day over here in like these urban cities because time is the new luxury yeah isn't definitely. it right right and and you know it i this also sounds fantastic i would love to see a tuchamrit spa but if we look at like um closer to the to the to, to the now what can we expect from the yeah. brand next in terms of like new products or you know are you expanding uh, anytime soon yeah we're actually uh looking so again like one of the products that we're launching is again like a thousand year old ayurvedic recipe uh it's quite cool it's actually like a cream which is only made of three ingredients so there's your emollient there is um your water and um we it does not technically need a preservative um but to get approved over here as a skincare product i need to add a preservative for it um so that is quite cool we're launching that we're actually doing trials for it right now wow. um and yeah it's really cool um and the other is a three dosha body massage oil that we're formulating um three dosha means basically it um so according to ayurveda there are like um three kinds of doshas that every person has and one one dosha is more dominant than the other two so the three dosha oil would be um an oil that would sort of pacify all the three doshas and uh, make you more centered and balanced right as do you mind if i ask you, you know where do you find these ingredients uh, these recipes do you do a lot of research or is it you know speaking to your mom or your grandmother we, to we do a lot of research there's like research happening almost like on an everyday basis and we also have uh, three ayurvedic doctors on our team so a lot of our uh, knowledge and formulations come from there as well i see i see well that's great and okay i guess we've we've come to almost the end already but before i let you go i would like to know if there are any other indie beauty brands you admire Oh yeah, there are many. Um, right now, I'm really following Rana Wat. It's a it's an Ayurvedic brand in US, and actually, this is the brand that I was telling you about oh. that's available in Harris. 
and in New York as well. And uh, there is another brand called Uma Oils. Uh, they both have a very similar like brand story to Twachamrit. And I love how, you know, they've introduced Ayurvedic skincare in the West. And I'm uh, and I hope to like expand in the way that they have expanded their brand so beautifully someday. Um, I've also tried like the, a couple of their products and I've actually really loved them as well. So yeah. Fantastic. Those are the... I will be sure to yeah. check them out. Uh, yeah, please do. <laughs> well, Esther, thank you so much for coming on and for sharing all about Ayurvedic beauty and the rituals. And I'm glad someone is trying to bring it all back. Even if we can't have two-hour baths, I think enjoying an Upton Mass session would be, would be nice. Thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> great. It was great being on your podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This has been Amanda for CosmeticsDesignAsia.com. Join me again in the next episode for more conversations with beauty's indie pioneers.